0: Welcome to People Bring Profit into the Storm of Hospitality, where our goals are to walk you into the storm of this business to give you the confidence to win. My name is Chris Alexa, CEO and founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality Group, and I'm joined by my wife, Kimberly Alexa, and Justin Smith, both part of our executive and leadership team. We came from nothing, now we own and operate 15 restaurants over six different unique brands and many more to come. We're doing over 40 million per year in revenue, and we want to share how we did it with you. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Hey guys. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. yeah, All right. Killing. All right. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to People Bring Profit, our little podcast here. This is a topic, man, it just it comes to the head every time I read a social post, every time I see something online, anything. And it's it, it employees. Right now, it's it's hard to get employees. And our look at it is, it aspire to be in our as leadership team as we talk about. It. It's our discussion in meetings all the time. Is retention. It's not just hiring you know a lot of people. It's hiring the right people. That's right. And the ones that stay. And um, in this this, this world and this climate that we're in right now is, is it's really difficult. And it, it's difficult to hire people at the entry level, you know. And it's different to hire management and, and leadership. At this time. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's caused it. And you know, I'm not a professional in that, but it seems like it was different years back than it is today. It's funny that you could probably all vouch for this, um, that as soon as you think you got it figured out or you're fully staffed, yeah, you, you start forgetting about it. You look back like, oh, what do you mean? We're 90%.
1: Yeah, the bus was full. The bus was full.
0: Who, who? Why'd you jump off the bus? Yes. Who got yes. off the bus? Oh,
2: yeah. It's like starting <laughs> off a game 14 nothing. you blink your eyes, and you're losing 21-14. And it's Absolutely. like, we need to open the playbook again and call you know those very same plays and get back on the scoreboard. Yeah, like, like,
0: so so you what easy. you're saying is, you know, being as leaders, management, that's hiring these people, don't ever take your eye off. Don't ever pull off the gas pedal, right? So, but it's really retention. It's really about keeping great people. And, and there's something that, that we've done that I'm just like blown away as a company. And, and it's, it's, it was your idea to come in here. Justin runs with it, and we just y'all built something really cool. And it was best first day ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what we thought about was retention was becoming a problem in our industry. And so we just kind of sat down and started writing out a playbook for our retention and, and looking at all angles of how we not only bring employee on, but keep an employee as well. So we started looking at, we started off with the orientation process and just kind of going through those processes and seeing exactly how our managers out there in the field were bringing on their their employees for the first time.
0: I want to say something. This was brought up one day in our coffee with the bulls, and it was you two, and it was talking about orientation. And I think you went and visited orientation. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I went you brought, and like sat the HR through.
0: team, didn't you?
1: Yes, me. What and- two
2: hour grueling experience of <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. The,
0: the, the report didn't come back
1: good. No, I, what I found was that after year over year, time after time. So we've just, as leaders, we just kept implementing more and more orientation processes. So, and it got so redundant and so much that our leaders were taking what we were passing down to them, but it wasn't effective anymore. We weren't using technology. We weren't using, we weren't thinking about our processes to hire or bring on a new employee. So what I sat through after two hours, I thought, oh, my goodness, we can do a better job. We can do a better job at first-day impressions and orientation.
0: So I, I envision this, you know, because when when I started a job, you know, back in the old days, and you go sit at, you know, Walmart when you're a young kid, and you just sit at a, a, a folding table with, like, seven other people. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, mm-hmm. ID, social security card, sign here, you know, fill out here. and yeah. And that, that's what it became because there was so much to do for them to to onboard them, I guess. And you noticed it was pretty boring.
1: Yeah, it was redundant. It was boring. It, it wasn't the best first day ever. And so <laughs> I came back and Justin and I talked and then we came up with, let's do best first day ever. And so we took it from there.
2: Yeah. And and, and from, an, from an ops perspective, you know, taking a two-hour orientation down to 30 minutes, uh, it was easy to take, you know, 60 pages down to 20, but then we just had to get really creative with Instead of talking about our schedule for three or four or five slides, let's just make sure we're really good at being prepared with a schedule for them the first time that they ever sit down and going through the entire orientation process and making it interactive and high-fiving our people. And we can go through our handbook in in a good solid 30 minutes, Um, but that, that first day also means having their uniform ready to go and making sure that they feel welcomed and making sure that all through the onboarding process they fully understand how to get logged in to all of our systems and how to interact with us and and all of that jazz and it feels so good when you walk into a, a building when you can you know know where your seat is at the table and there's a beautiful shirt work you know waiting for you and your schedule's raring and ready to go and you relieve all that anxiety of starting a new job that's the best first day ever. And we were finding that wasn't the experience that everybody was getting. And it was our job to execute and then inject ourselves and make sure it was actually happening.
0: So, you know, I, I think I've seen a bunch of posts at this and it was like really blown overboard. It's like when 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 our people, you know, they'd post pictures and they'd have um, like the shirts laid out on the tables, uh, you know, everything's ready to go. And it was kind of an like exciting day. So with the employees walk in, because you got to remember, these hourly employees are walking in six of them, 10 of them, five of them, at one time probably don't know anybody no, and very uncomfortable. Right. But, you know, when you kind of create that little circus, as we call it, right, Uh, the circus is here, I think that it takes the edge off of them. Yeah. And uh, and I feel like that. That, That's awesome. But then I noticed it was awesome because then the next level, we did it with management. Mm-hmm. And y'all created this, and we'll use uh, a, a, one of our genes. Patricia.
2: Patricia. Yeah, Arby's we just started. Yeah, yeah
0: she mm-hmm. just came in, and I walked in. Y'all were like, hey, we're going to create this first day ever. You know, we loved it. Went and looked at the conference room. Y'all had everything set up, like from our aspire-to-be cups to aspire-to-be shirts, her uniforms. Just let's walk through that. What did that look like?
1: Yeah, so— After we made the hire for Patricia, we, again, took our systems apart and kind of reevaluate how we were bringing on our management and what we were doing as a leadership to pour into them on their first day. And we started prior to her coming on and just aligning her with the development plan, the training and development plan that she was going to undertake. And then we started going through, okay, what is her first day going to look like? And we lined that all out. And then Justin and I sat and looked, okay, how can we bring it up one more notch. And that was, you know, buying her in to aspire to be our brand and giving her swag and, and making her feel we wanted to bring her here into the corporate office, sit her down, walk her through onboarding, making sure that she was well supported on her very first day of orientation with us. We wanted her to see the CEO of our company in your element, in your office. We did not bring you into her orientation, which is in our little office area. We brought her to your office so that she can see you as a CEO and, and know what you do for our company. You know,
0: that's important you say that because, I mean, you you actually gave her a tour to the whole office. Yes. Yeah. And so pretty much from HR to to, to whoever answers the phone. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you take a leadership like that, she felt like—and she did. Y'all brought her in my office— I actually cleaned up before she came in because sometimes I have my coffee cups all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and um, But, you know, just spending that five, 10 minutes with her and give her the vision of the aspire to be and and how we kind of really live our life. Mm -hmm. Uh, She did say that. She said, I've never got to meet like the CEO of my company or the owner of the company. So it was really cool that they did that. But man, you you say you took it to the next level. I think there was something extra you did to the next level. Didn't we, didn't you like arrange a lunch?
1: Yes. So then Justin and I and a few people from the corporate office here, we arranged a lunch and we wanted to go to her store in her element where she would be training. And we just sat down and just had a human connection. Just ask about her family, ask, you know, her experiences, what, what she was going through right now in life, just where she was in life, just getting to know her on a more personal level, not as a, a business level, so to speak. When we you, found
2: a lot about her strengths and weaknesses just through that short conversation. Yeah. And we were able to just really kind of lay the groundwork and the expectation of what training is going to look like. She had her schedule. She was pumped. She was ready to go. She had swag. You know, it was someone that was just looking so much forward to that to that first day. So that that nugget and that experience, um, when we're able to do it and we're able to pour in, the entire process, you know, if we really get down to the nitty-gritty, it was maybe an hour and a half, two hours. And it, it went so far into someone feeling so well welcomed into our company and we were able to show them what we're about, that they could then, we set the expectation for then how they're going to hire people and how, our, you know, our general managers yeah. and our management are going to bring people on. And that's kind of the point is, can we get this to cascade down into yes. our- our business and can we connect the support office to what they're doing there and make sure they know the expectation is best first day ever means you're going to do it out in the field and we're going to do it here at the support office and we're all you know learning from each other and, and jiving and, but that is the expectation and we set that on day one and uh, had a ton of fun doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you, you know it's funny that I go there now just stop at Arby's in in my hometown where she's actually our GM and and it's like when I walk in she knows who I am now we we have that uh, that. I, I really want to say like a family relationship instead of a. I hate the word boss. You mm-hmm. know that we, yeah. we we've talked about that. I post about that a lot, and 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 the stores are beautiful. Like when I, I think it was when I went in at Thanksgiving and it was all decorated and it was just had their own touch on it. Yeah, that's amazing that y'all too. It's like fun, it's funny that I love about us is we we always try to find a way and we just elevate that. And y'all did y'all elevated that to a whole nother level. And and what you just brought up, Justin, on the op side is is what's cool is. You just showed her how we want to treat her. So now we want her to treat those hourlies, you know our team members that are hired that really on the front line of you know making sandwiches, waiting on guests, working the drop throughs. This is how we want to treat you too.
2: And we have to start being creative and doing things like that. I mean, you used to make 20 calls for an interview and just hope they, you know, hope they show up and, you know, hire them and put them through the onboarding process. Now you just have to make it more of a, a family environment where if someone doesn't show up, you need to call them and ask if they're okay. Where are they at? Are they late? What's going on? And those little tiny details that that personal touch is what we're asking everybody to do and, and giving and empowering them to do it and celebrating and patting them on the back because, any piece of talent that's out there we need to make sure that they're okay they're showing up and we can get them on our team in any way shape or form
0: what I like about what both of y'all just said too earlier is you know it's, it's so important too it's like when you we had a we had a man another manager just started here recently and he came in the office got to meet us all and y'all had his schedule already pretty much lined out I saw it in an email like for the next three weeks this is what he it looks like he's spending a week with Patrick a week here at this store, a week at this store. Then our team's going to his store, and I think that's what a lot of people want, especially leadership. They want a plan.
2: Yeah, oh, and you best first day is great. You got yeah. them in the door. You got them hired. Now you got to get them trained properly. Yeah, and there's nothing, no more anxiety, and you lose a lot of people to saying I wasn't trained or yeah. I don't know what to do, or I got thrown into the wolves, or before I, you know, knew how to be a server, I was given the job code and I was just put on the floor because we were understaffed. So the second piece of that is we need to train people with integrity and have a plan, be very transparent about that plan, make sure they know exactly what they're supposed to be doing every day they come in. So the first time they go to serve our guests, or the first time they go to cook a burger or make a coffee, they're equipped with the tools to do it. And I promise you, you're going to retain people if they know what they're doing that, yeah. that first day. And that, that, we put um, we put a lot of emphasis on that. We would rather shut down a dining room and train our people properly. So when we do open that dining room, we're raring and ready to go. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because what we found was um, when you define expectations through the training process, yeah, people will rise to the expectations. But when, if you don't define clearly define those expectations, they just. They flounder around during their training. Yeah, we're not beneficial for them, and they're not beneficial for us as a company. Yeah. So when we got to the point where we said, "Hey, we're going to define their training, lay their training plan out on the table for them," we're seeing our leaders out there in the field rise to the occasion, and, and we and we, they're accomplishing their training. And we
0: see the negative too, right? If we
2: don't do that.
1: Oh yeah, we have definitely seen
2: hired too many people. Right? You have you only have so many people in your business that can train. Yeah. You can't hire more at a time than the amount of trainers that you have. Oh yeah. So that's right. You have to make you have to make sure that you're giving these people the proper training with the amount of people that you have and you're not overextending. That's what we mean, quality over quantity. If your business might be one or two great people away from, you know, relieving a whole bunch of anxiety from everybody in there and giving a better experience or product or anything. But if you hire five or six or ten and don't have those amount of people to train, uh, you're in deep waters already. Oh yeah. Hey, everyone, real quick, if you enjoy listening to us, why not give us a good rating or a review? This would mean the world to us, and sharing it with your family and friends would be just awesome. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Let's get back to the show.
0: This is how I look at it, and to share that everybody's listening to this, because this is important. I mean, retention is, is the first, really, battle that we have that we can really, truly fight of uh, fighting for employees and being, you know, not having enough. Because I guarantee you, a lot of you guys out there, you might think your people are doing great out there in the field. And you're saying, why am I only 70%, you know, as my, as my higher rate right now? It's because you're not doing it what you need to do, the little things inside. And I look at it this way. You, when you talk about orientation and you talk about training and you give them this print of like, this is what our, your three weeks or four weeks or five weeks or one week, even a server like when they start, these are your three days of training shifts that you're going to do. And this is who you're going to work with. I think it's just so important. It's kind of like going to a conference. I mean, every time we sign for a conference, you're like, send me the agenda.
1: Yes, because I want to know.
0: Yeah, I want to know yeah. what we're doing on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Absolutely. And I want to know how to dress. I want to know what time I got to get up, what time's breakfast, what time's dinner. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it's just like. So you guys, you got to think of that. When you're going out into a, a conference, you need to know how to pack, right? And these guys are traveling. You know, they need to know, are they going to be office day or are they going to be in the kitchen day? Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't wear their good clothes that day. So it's it's important. that and if you look at it that way, guys, think of it very small. Just like you want to do, you know, what agenda, what's it look like? What time do I got to get on the plane? What time do I got to get off? You know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that's so important. But then we roll into like, it's important we talk about tech and systems and social how we get retention to yeah, that's it's,
2: it's how do we track it? Right. So we've got them in the door, we've got them trained, but is this like, is this really working?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. did we
2: go from 85% staffed as a company to 90%? So we've, um, you know, we use smart sheets and we track it every single week. We talk about it in our calls every single week. We've got, um, it, it's just a, a metric that you have to pay a lot of attention to and the technology to track it might be your HRIS system, it might be a sheet, it's just a number that you need to, you know, the the science, the simple science is, did I gain or lose anybody? Yeah. And just every single week, did I gain or lose anybody? Did I gain or lose anybody? And if I'm gaining people, am I doing quality over quantity and having a metric and building towards a higher number? So that's the like the behind the scene HR tech. But then there's also things when you're going in there that are inexpensive and awesome of, you know, celebrating through social and digital and we have, you know, the ability ability to put a picture up in our back of house and say, you know, welcome, Chris, to our team. Yeah. Hope you have an awesome yeah. first day. And then they can see others. And it's a great you know, way for them to feel accepted on the team from day one, to share with their friends and family their new place of work, and to be very, very prideful in what they're doing. And we've got to be able to check the boxes in every single way for every single employee. And technology allows us to do that. Uh, we've, got, we've got a million examples there.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And what we've realized in our industry is that it, nothing is set and forget. It, it's constantly innovation.
0: You know, I think I remember in the past, not not re- anything recently, but like when we would even track of employees uh, and it was sunny because if you pay attention to those numbers, you're going to lose staff, you know, when college leaves. Sure. You know, and then you're going to, when kids go back to school or vice mm-hmm. versa. So it's easy to track that, but it's also, you really need to pay attention to that because it, it could be a Pacific store. Yeah. It's you a know, great you got a problem. Um, yeah. You got a problem. Yeah. You know, uh, okay. Wow. Everybody else is 82% or 92%, but this one's staying at 70% or below 70 Well, you go in there and it's the leadership of the team. Yeah. and it's the management style. Mm-hmm. So n- not only is retention it's important to watch those numbers to keep your staff store staff to keep waiting on guests and, and doing the hospitality thing and doing that, but also trying to keep a beat on your management team and your leadership team, who's out there in the field, because they might need to be um, you know, retrain themselves it forces
2: or, collaboration between the support office and operations if every single does. week you're talking about that number. They might it, need it a, exposes exactly what's going on and it forces you to have the combo. Do we need an ad refresh? Is it a leadership problem? What's going on? It forces I need to that car. Can,
0: to be shot. You know, yeah, like there I, you I, go. They I gotta <laughs> go give that spire to to be shot like yeah. okay you know they're great people but they just gotten a little rut theirself. and that's and we the herger mentality it we is. show up, Hurt up. That's the shot right we got a then, problem yeah. let's send some teams there and look into it so you know one thing that I, that I love that we do and is is a vision that we've all had and it's coffee with the bulls type of thing and is that we also make time to you know i used to see a lot of posts and i was like we need to celebrate our local people you know, I, I hate seeing that national post of, you know, whatever brand that we have, because it's some random person that they paid a lot of money to to be on a eating chicken wings or eating a eating a sandwich, and it's going in our hometowns of these stores. But when they post somebody that's at our Mellow Mushroom or that's maybe one of our that it's at our Starbucks location in Spring, well, that's going to be in that market area, so people are going to like. Wait a minute, you know, let's use Patricia for example. I know Patricia, that's the GM and they're celebrating, she's celebrating a new hire for hers or some award that she won or got a, you know, a great QSC. And then those people, people know them. Our guests know them, our local yeah. guests. So when they walk in, they're like, oh, wait a minute, that's the lady I seen on Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram or TikTok or wherever we're posting. And they see that and they're like, oh, that's and now they have a relationship to those people. Right. Yeah.
1: And that's what we try to tell our business coaches to pour down to the management team is that those things, those little nuggets right there, they're free. They're absolutely free to celebrate someone doing something great out in our in our fields to celebrate an employee. And it's just it's a great high five. We can actually, it gives us the opportunity from being miles and hours away from our restaurants to also give a high five, to peep in on, and make a comment on our business leaders, coaches, social media platforms. And again, I like the free word and it's just, it's one of the <laughs> right, right. things.
2: Retention is, is super expensive. Yeah. And it's it's, one, it's the third pillow for me. So I'm living in the world of and, and it's, you know, to retain people, sometimes we need to give them a raise, right? Yeah. We need to go put them through a review and, and yeah. check that box. Other times they want a, a, a red shirt or a pin or a way to stand out amongst their peers inside the four walls. But then there's a huge piece of, I want to, you know, puff my chest out and show my family and friends and, you know, and colleagues yeah. where I work. So you're, you you might be giving a quarter raise and giving them a red shirt and making a social post you are gonna win with that recipe but sometimes it doesn't take all three of them and the free one you know the social stuff and just you know being an awesome presence within their community that's been wonderful i Uh, think
0: you know what's what's awesome is and i figured it out really quickly but you know we all go I love like watching Lincoln and I get on there and I see from all of our brands people that I don't even know that's you know either a VP of operations or whatever and they're at their their branches or their stores Dunkin it could be let's say Dunkin for example and they're celebrating something a grand opening or a promotion of a GM and we have no clue I don't know these people but they're somehow they popped up and I make a comment congrats I see you do that all the time see you like them we make comments and that goes back to our local stores and as us as leaders, guys, when you're out there and don't think that you're just a name or a leader, you mean so much to these younger people. And when somebody makes a post and I've done it, I try to comment or, you know, like it, heart it or whatever. But there's so many times we, this happened to one of our stores. I think it was Lake Charles, that somebody got a promotion to WCT and they got your red shirt, which they love that. That's a retention thing. And I got on there and said, congrats, welcome to the herd, you know, glad to be part of the aspire to be family. And You know, all of a sudden, boom, 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 my comment started getting all kind of likes. And then the uh, business coach of that market took a screenshot of his text where that employee sent him a text that said, OMG, the CEO, owner, founder of Aspire to Be just commented on my page. I'm in a shock and awe moment. And I'm looking at like, what? That's okay. That's awesome. So don't think at any level that we are, if you don't reach out to, especially the young people that are starting their careers that you reach out to them, make a comment on their thing. It, they, they love it, and that will retain people.
2: And there's tech that we, like, our, we could right now take a picture, video, right here, right now, and get it in all of the back of houses of our restaurants at the – at the snap of a finger and we made an investment into, th- you know, into that technology, but it's not very expensive. And it's very worthwhile to, to communicate with your team. Um, you know, especially if you're geographically not close to each other, Yeah, yeah. we can be everywhere at all times and, you know, connecting with
0: our team and giving high fives virtual and physical when we're there. So what's well, important that, um, the WCT program—that's our wing certified trainer. That's an—that's that's a nugget
2: we we need to talk about here.
0: Yes, so, I, I think that's important because it's funny. Every post I see lately is there's a lot of red shirts. So tell so me about that when you're
2: when you're recognizing with training and you're a training and development organization. And I know that's core to Kim that we just constantly are training and developing our people you're going to retain those employees significantly longer. I'm talking five, six, seven times longer. The average, you know, hourly employee right now might be eight or nine months. We've got WCTs that are with us for, and across all trainers at all of our brands, five, 10, 15, 20 years that that are sitting with us. When you make an investment, not everybody wants to be a manager or wants to go, you know, to to college or become a lawyer. Some of them make a really good living being a good quality trainer at our, any mm-hmm. of our brands. And they want to just be recognized through leadership. That program though, and that bench, we have 82 current trainers in our organization of 650, 700 people represent over 30% of our workforce. And the turnover on those, fo- it's next to nothing. Yeah. You, and we have a pulse on each and every one of them at all times. And we try to just make sure on an individual level, we understand what their career paths are and we invest into them and we pour into them uh, but your trainers at the store, we have we have stores that can train managers, and then we have individuals at those stores. Um, that is an immense part of retention and, and keeping your stores staffed appropriately, and it gives them little mini leadership pathways.
0: Yeah. With that, I think we do the, a red shirt. And like mm-hmm. you said, they like to be... St- you know, stand out. Know. And, they, and they do, they want the red shirt. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, I think that's important to me because I see a lot of posts in that. I think we just had one the other day that was posted and had like, you know, 12 red shirts and they were all thumbs up. And, you know, just giving somebody a different uh, uniform, a college shirt with a logo and it says, you know, WCT for Buffalo Wild Wings, others have different, And it just makes them stand out. It's not that, oh, I'm gonna give you four more dollars an hour to train. Just something to make them stand out. And I think that's huge. It's a program that you and Kim got together and y'all brought back. It was something we used to do years ago through the corporation of the the, the franchisor. Mm-hmm. We kind of got away from that. So it's important that we did that. And, you know, we have, you know, we have one of ours is Miss Joe. I mean, uh, she's been with us how long?
1: Oh, yeah, Miss Joe. Well, she celebrated 14 years with Buffalo. Buffalo Wild Wings. But she's been with you and I since Quizno Day. So yeah. Uh, close to, I would say close to 20 years, she's been elbow to elbow with us.
0: And she's one that's been with us for a long time and that she is a wing certified seer. She has a red shirt on mm-hmm. and she's so happy about that. And, you know, she has been with us from Quiznos. Man, she was the best cashier when I was running that Quiznos. I yeah. said, Miss Joe got five sandwiches, ring them up.
1: Yeah. But to Justin's point is that Miss Joe is one that she's been in the system a long time. She's not interested in management. To that extent, but she wanted just to be something more than just an hour. She
2: takes so much pride in that front of house area of that Beaumont yeah. restaurant. And the mm-hmm. minute Ian Power were with being the trainer now of that yeah. small box, it, it, was, it was a light switch. Yeah. yeah. She's smiling. She's happy. She's engaged. She knows she's going to train
0: the people that are running that department now.
1: Which uh, she takes uh, great pride in.
0: Yeah. Yes. You know, kind of summing up, I This is a comment that I kind of want to say, and I'll pass it around, you know, we'll pass it over to you, pass it over to you, and you can say, um, this is something that, you know, sticks out in my head in retention. As us leaders, sometimes we get buried in this office or buried in our laptops and, and computers, but when we go in the stores, it's so special because we actually get a chance to really uh, rub elbows or just really get to see. And especially the, you know, the, the bigger you get in, in a company, the more, you know, it's harder for you to get out there in the field. But I remember we went to Port Arthur recently and we walked in and we kind of snuck in. I think we were doing a, like something traveling. So hey, let's go to Port Arthur. We haven't been to Port Arthur in Eden a long time. We we got a, our GM was new. He, he was with us. He came back. So we wanted to go say hi to him. And we barked it. We walked in got some wings and he came up to our table. But then he just kept bringing you know, a wing certified trainer, a new manager just to our table, a a great employee that's been with us for a long time, just introducing. And it's just, it was a good feeling because we got to shake hands and high five these and people take pictures with them. And they're, they're a part of our herd. And it's important that we got to spend some time with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because retention today is basically wrapped up in a human connection and people want to be connected. And so, it's very important to retain your people. Is, it's important to reach out to them and to even ask a simple question. How are you? How is your family doing? Get to know them on a more personal level. And, and of course, we can't know everybody, and we won't remember everybody. I won't remember everybody's name, but I expect that into our business coaches. I expect that down to our managers, and it's their job yeah. to to also make that connection just as it, it's ours as we Get the opportunity.
0: Well, I, I said this a long time ago, and I'm going to say it again. And I might have said this on a couple of different episodes of this, but like you just said, it retention and everything in and the people bring profit. Absolutely, our people that are your people that are out there that's it, running your stores or running your business. Uh, you as an entrepreneur or a leader, you're doing all you can. But when you're when you're big, you you got the people that are out there up front. That's what brings you profit. Yes. And it's, you can build, we can build the finest Buffalo Wild Wings in the world, the finest Starbucks, whatever brand. But if you don't have the people in there smiling and happy where they work and trained the way they need to be trained, hmm, it's going to be hard to pay the bills.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Value so your people.
0: People bring profit. So yes. remember that. That's the most thing you can invest in in, in retention and all. Justin, any final thoughts here?
2: No, I think you can, um, for free, bring people along for the ride. They want to be a part of a company, part of something special. And I think, you know, as leaders, um, you, you can post something awesome that you did throughout your day and you can connect with no matter where you are, you know, where your stores or businesses are located. It's really awesome that they can come along for a ride and be a part of something special and see what we're doing. And you're you're holding yourself accountable to be an authentic. You're letting them know who you are and what you're doing and where you're spending your time. And you're you're giving them that high five, whether it's through Facebook or LinkedIn or a back of house, you know, anything. And you're just making them a, you know, a part of something. And I think so many people who have aspirations to move up, or as you're a growing company, want to know what's going on at the yeah. sport office, yeah. want to know what the next thing is. And it's our obligation to be really transparent and honest and, and just have so much fun with that. And that's free. And it doesn't, if you're, you know, thinking of ways in the morning to create posts or or do things, you're, you're not doing it right. Just as a reflection of what you did throughout your day, let everybody know. And if people are interested in that, that that's something to me that that's a nugget that's really helped me and it's helped hold myself more accountable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, retention was it, you know, it's a fight every day. Mm-hmm. It's a battle every day. Uh, you never know what's coming around the corner. But I'm so proud of our Spartaby team. Yeah. And and our for leadership sure. of all that that we 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 notice it and we fight it every day. So yeah.
2: we're on a mission to be the greatest place to work, the we greatest are. company yeah. to work for. And yes. I mean, we're gonna keep
0: working hard at that.
1: And pouring into people.
0: Poor, 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 poor. Well, um, hey, thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome.
0: Guys, uh again, thank you for joining our podcast. We are absolutely having a blast with this. I just want to share that because it is so much fun. And as we share our nuggets, that's what we're here to do, guys. We're here to tell you that we're not perfect, but no. what we, we have built a company from nothing, mm-hmm. just like our intro says. And we work hard every day of trying to improve on that. And we talk about mountains. We have one actually right here behind Kim. We talk about when you get to the top of the mountain, we're just going to find another one to climb, right? So we have absolutely fun at this. And what the coolest thing about this is it, it holds us accountable, too. Because we challenge ourselves. We're going to put it out here. We're going to challenge ourselves to be better and improve. So I'm absolutely having a blast. Thank y'all because I know it's it's a lot of time for us to get in here. But uh, again, go like it. Subscribe to it, please, because that's how we know if we're doing well or not. And make comments. Yeah, interact with us. Interact. I mean, we are on social all over the place. And we'd love to connect with y'all and find out what you're doing. And what you're doing, maybe we'll take that nugget. and do something different and and do some things and and partner with you, however it looks like in the future with us. So again, thank you guys. Appreciate you, Kim Justin. Peace out.